the Minnesota Vikings versus the Los Angeles Chargers. And here we go! Vikings go out to Los Angeles to beat the Chargers resoundly on that soccer pitch. Cheers to everyone. Cheers. Let uh, my beers. I, my beers out of arm's reach. I'm in. A, Come on, man. Oh. Hang on. Hang on. Hold on. Hold on. <laughs> We're okay. going live and tense without his beard. There we go. Woohoo! All right. I, I want to I'm welcome sorry. first off my compadres in crime and in football podcasts, Drew and Ted Glover here for Good Morning Gallhorn in the Raw one more time. How you guys doing, Drew? Dude, I'm fired up. Seven turnovers? Bitch, please. <laughs> hey, Ted. Ted. Yeah. Give us the Charger drives after they went up 10 to 9. Yeah. So, hey, everybody. So, right before we came on, uh, I, I recapped uh, the Chargers drives after they went up 10 to 9 on that on that touchdown. So wait, after wait, the... wait. Stop. Stop. Ted, how you doing today? We haven't started officially. If I was any better, I'd be against the law. Let's like a <laughs> Okay, now hit it. All right, so the Chargers go up 10 to 9. This is every single, this is how every single Chargers drive ended after that, their lone touchdown. Interception, fumble touchdown, end of half, fumble, punt, down, fumble, interception, interception. (laughs) You almost have to try to do that. Dude. That is the worst drive chart I've heard of in 20 years. <laughs> that is holy hell. That was awesome. I mean, as a Vikings fan, that's awesome. If you're a Chargers fan, what do you what do you do from here? I don't even. I, and I don't care. It's the Chargers. Who cares? They're done. Let's talk about <laughs> I guess you just chalk it up and say, well, it's one of those days, but. Did we not talk on GMG about how the Chargers do stupid things a lot? I mean, yeah. yes, we did. Talked about that in the fourth quarter, even though it was kind of decided by then. We that's when it got really bad for them. But but the Vikings did not hold the self implosion torch today. That was all Philip Rivers and Melvin Gordon, all of them. I don't even know. I, I think everybody in the Vikings got a turnover. I think I think every starting eleven, every guy <laughs> in the starting eleven for the Vikings defense scored at least one turnover. It sure <laughs> felt like it. It was wonderful. It was wonderful. And, you know, we started out a little rough, but we came on with a vengeance. And you got to love that. Especially going into the rest of the season, which we only have two 
minutes left. You got to love that. Now, going around the league. TTFW, for those that are not initiated, that team from Wisconsin. Will they win? Unfortunately, yeah. yes. Fuck. Chicago looked miserable. Now, of course, they won't in Week 17 against us, but they did today. Now, I haven't looked, but what's the final score on the Dallas Rams game? It was 34-7 Cowboys in the fourth Yeah. Ooh. Talk about getting your tits licked out in Big D. <laughs> <laughs> that is kind of a shocking score. Yeah, yeah, I fully expect to win that game. Oh, so, I'm, I'm looking right now. Whoa, Nelly, whoa, Nelly. Three minutes left. Cowboys with three minutes left. No, I got three so, minutes left, 44-15, yes. That's right. Oh, that, okay. 44-15? Yeah. Is that solidify a playoff spot for the Vikings or not? No. No, they, they, they still either need to win one more game or have the Rams lose one more game. Okay. Okay. In these last two. And the Rams go to San Francisco next Saturday night, I believe it is. So, Sunday, the Vikings could take the field Sunday against the Packers with a playoff spot already secured, depending on what happens to the, uh, the Rams Saturday night in uh, no longer San Francisco, in Santa Clara, some 50 miles from San Francisco. Right. Yeah, I'm watching the end of that game right now. Only eight seconds left. Niners held on to beat the Falcons. It's but just... but overall, that that helped us out. I mean, not not laying a big show down in, in L.A. today. I mean, the Rams put a little bit of distance there. It made me feel a little bit better. But we're not going to get the division now. Our only hope was that the Bears won today. Yeah. Because Blau and the Lions aren't beating the team from Wisconsin the last week of the season. It would, it would be sweet if they did, but it's unlikely. Very. So. But we did we did help ourselves today by winning on the road, and whoever closest this trivia question: When is the last time the Vikings won on the road by twenty nine or more points? You know they mentioned it, and I was I I, I can't I, I well, mean I, I heard it said on the TV. I I, I can't remember. I didn't. Did he pay Well, we beat Detroit forty two to something by twenty nine by twenty nine well, points or more, like today. Well, I, was, I would have to look. 20. That was forty-two twenty. Okay. Uh, I don't know. Nineteen ninety-two. Wow, really? That'd be Danny Green's first year. <laughs> Seriously, that was his first year. No, you're right. You're absolutely right. That is, damn, that's a while back. We haven't. I mean, we don't blow out a lot of teams, but on the road, we really don't. I mean, it's been no. twenty-nine years, but. And I, I was going to ask you guys. You guys have some kind of. Alexa thing where you can ask, when's the last time we had seven turnovers in a game? I mean, honestly, do you remember when the last time we was? I can't. I, I'm having a hard time. I, I know. Uh, I, I don't know. There was one I mean, game where we had a ton of turnovers like, like that, but I'm trying to remember. People were talking about it on Twitter. Um, but it's a long time ago. Now, before the game, I looked up. Since this was outdoor on grass, I was trying to look for outdoor on grass stats. Didn't find them without having to delve deep into football outsiders. The last time they won outdoors on grass on the road was at Philadelphia last year. It was last year. Now, but I did look. They did have on a 2017 or 18 story had since 1984, Mike Zimmer has won outdoors. 
outdoors, not necessarily on grass, more than any other coach in Vikings history since 84. Really? Yeah. <laughs> wow. Remember, remember when, but remember two of those I'm, years were, you know, TCF Bank. On, on grass? Remember, remember when Tug McGraw was on his deathbed and his son asked him, do you like, did you prefer grass or AstroTurf? And he said, I don't know. I never smoked AstroTurf. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I love Tug McGraw. I had to get that in there. Hey, we've got our first comment of the day. Guess from, from who? No, it's from Miss Mary. She hey, goes, Mary. way to go, Mike's <laughs> Great game. Thanks for watching with us, Mary. We appreciate it. Yeah, we're live. We are live. Live and in color, baby. Live and in color. <laughs> yeah, did you find anything bad in that game? I mean, uh, the only thing early on, um, and, and it's, it's nitpicky, but I think it could prove to be a big deal in the, in the playoffs, which uh, the Vikings are almost certain to get to now. Um, their opponent's not going to over seven times in a game. I hope they do, but that's probably not realistic. I, I, again, I, I thought the Vikings' defense – their inability to get off the field on third and long situations in the first half was just frustrating. And, and, uh, and then the offense getting down into the red zone and, and settling for four field goals. Yeah, it turned out to be 39-10 laugher, and that, it, that's great. But in, in a closer game, you know, you can't, you can't squander all those opportunities to score a touchdown and just come away with three points. That's, that's not going to be a recipe for success. So it, it's minor. And I, I, you really don't want to complain about a big win like this, but moving forward, that's that could become a big deal. They're going to need to to shore that those two areas on on both sides of the ball up. I think. Well, the other one I saw was turnovers. Um, there was at least two fumbled snaps and uh, interception of the screenplay. And on the fumbled snaps on the second one, they showed a camera view behind Cousins, and they're showing the hands, Cousins' hands. And the ball was snapped and hit his hands. He was the one that didn't close on the ball. And it was just, well, that's got to be eliminated. This was luckily the game that this happened because we had seven turnovers by San Diego and we came way out on the plus side of that. But that shit's got to stop. Yeah. Yeah, it was, uh, um, it was, it was mildly concerning. But, you know, then the second half unfolded the way it did. and and. Yeah, you really, I really hate complaining about a thirty-nine to ten win. <laughs> I mean, that was well, awesome. Well, the uh, other minor concern was Dalvin Cook. Now, yeah, he went out with that shoulder and it was hurting. But was that a different shoulder injury or the same? He landed on it wrong and aggravated the clavicle or whatever it is where it messes up with him right now. He looked like he was holding his left shoulder coming off the field, and his previous injury was his right shoulder, I thought. So this is something to really watch. Okay. Now, Boone did outstanding in relief. Chargers, char I want to give Boone full credit. Chargers gave up by the time he was in there. There's a couple of those guys he just ran by, and they didn't even care. But <laughs> he's still his runs were very he's, – he's a violent kind of runner. I mean, he runs I – like, I like his style. And I think, you know, to come off the bench, hey, man, we need you in there. And he comes in and just doesn't flop around. He's running the football, man. He's kicking ass. 
So yeah, he he, he did very well in relief of uh, Dalvin Cook. Dave said Abdullah was going to get the call. Well, he's Dave next on the he's next on the. I said no, chart. no, no, no. But they were smart. Booner's getting in there. We I have Dave's Abdullah Oblongata got that one wrong. Uh, he sure did. Now speaking Either of way, Dave, after he after he saw Mike run, it gave him a booner though. <laughs> speaking of Dave, we have the head of. Climbing the Pocket Network, Jason Brown, commenting, you boys aren't drunk enough. Well, I got people over. I've been cooking food all day, man. I, I can't. Well, and, you don't and, want me drunk. And Wait to tell Jason, yes, I am not drunk enough. I have not drank enough yet. I've had a few, but not enough. Mary also says, this is sweet. So much to... Fun to watch you guys live after a win. Well, Mary, it is fun to be live, especially after a win. Going full Allen Page today, baby. (laughs) Nice. Jaleel Johnson went full Allen Page today. You got got some great jerseys. Hey, let me me ask you guys something. So, Drew, you you felt uneasy coming into this game. I did. I did. And, and Dave, I think you you thought you you were fairly... Fairly confident heading into this game, right? Um, I, I was, I was kind of on the fence. I, I, I kind of understood both sides of the, the argument. When the Vikings took that first drive, went down and scored, and then Dan Bailey missed that extra point. Did you like think, oh, this is going to be a big deal in the fourth quarter or not? I, I, I was, I was yelling at the TV, Dan. Yeah, it takes skill to hit a bar that's this wide. Now go for the big gap in the middle. It's. It's one of those things that you start banging your head and going, "What is this going to be one of those days? But that was just a fluke. I wasn't worried about the extra point. Where I was worried, Ted, was when it was it was 19 to 10. Then we got a turnover. Then we kicked another field goal, 22 to 10. Then we kicked another field goal, 25 to 10. And I look at Ruby, I go, these field goals are going to kick our ass at the end of this game. Because that's really only two scores ahead. Yeah, right. That's yeah. a touchdown and then a touchdown and a two-pointer. And then the Chargers started driving the field, and I'm going, oh, shit, there's still seven minutes left in the third quarter. That's yep. the only time I felt real uneasy because, you know, you, you leave you leave 16 points off the board right there in just that amount of time. It always seems to come back to haunt you, maybe just because we've watched a lot of football between us all. We've seen it happen uh-huh. so many times. But then I thought it was really strange when the Chargers got down there and they had a third and 14 from the 15, and they went for it. I thought. This is, I mean, that's what I wanted them to do because I didn't think they were going to get it. They had the false start and it kicked them back. And I thought, I thought the Chargers made as many as many mistakes coaching today and play calling as they did turning the ball over. When, was, when they could, when they failed to convert that that fourth down uh, in the Vikings red zone, and and I think Minnesota ended up going down and scoring a touchdown. Yeah, that was the play. Yeah, that was Boone's touchdown off off the big digs. Catch right, and you know, it was yeah. kind of the dagger to the whole thing is we yeah. took over on downs at the fifteen, right? Very play, 22-yard seam pass to Rudy. Yep. And I looked at the screen, and I go, that's how, that's what you should have been calling down there mm-hmm. when Gordon fumbled at the eight. You should have went yes. play action over, go for the jugular, do it. I yes. thought that was a brilliant call right there. The yep. 22-yarder, and then the long pass to Diggs when he got mm-hmm. inside the 10. Well, yeah, when, when, so when the Vikings held there, I'm like, okay, I think the Vikings got this now. If they go down and score here, it's over. And that's exactly what they did. And, and we've talked about that before, about the Vikings going for the, 
going for the throat and getting the killer instinct. I, I mean, how many times in the past would you have seen? And I think a lot of it had to do with Dalvin Cook being hurt. I think so, too. Z- Zimmer couldn't really rely on Cook to run the ball and eat the clock. And so, um, because you really didn't know what you had with Boone at that point. They ran a couple times, and, and Boone finished that drive strong with that nice touchdown mm-hmm. run. But the Vikings were very aggressive throwing the ball with that, that throw to Rudy. And then that third and 14, that big play, uh, that play-action rollout where Cousins hit Diggs. And if he'd have been able to lead Diggs by a foot, he, Diggs would have walked into the end zone. Right. But it was still a huge play. It was. But wow. you know what, guys? That's the aggressiveness that Ted just mentioned. I want more of that. I don't want it to be so spotty. It, no. It's just, it, I want it to be. I want more of that aggressive play. No. When, when we took off the 15, Cousins snapped it. He would play action. If you remember that 22-yard pass to Rudy, I know you know. remember that play. Cousins took three steps, and he gunned the shit out of that ball. He knew That's where it. he was going with it. He looked competent as hell with it. Rudy looked competent grabbing it, and that play looked like they had talked about it on the sideline. If we get the ball back, we're going to play action. I thought it was a brilliant call because you get yeah. you out of the hole. The old Vikings, maybe last year, would have been three and out and another punt. I thought and, that was the call of the game right there. I thought yeah, that was and, very well done. And and, and, and would have let the, let the Chargers hang around, and then some fluky play would have happened, and the next thing you know, it's 25-17. Right. And, yep. I just the Vikings have been a lot more uh, in, in key moments where, where last year they 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 couldn't close the deal. This year, you know, against the Lions, you know, last week and and the the Broncos and that big comeback and and now this game, they they've been able to close the deal and it's it's really uh, refreshing to see. And I, I think a lot of it has to do with you know, Dave, you've you've given a lot of credit to Kevin Kevin Stefanski, mm-hmm. and and he called another really good game today. I think. For the most part, there was a couple times when, you know, we'd get a turnover and he'd run Cook up the middle. And I'm like, why are you running Cook up the middle? You need to go for a shot right uh, then and there uh, before yeah, the defense that, settles in. Um, I'd like to see a little bit more aggressiveness down in the red zone. I really But like. overall, he did. Now, you talk about good catches and Rudy had some today. But I thought the best one was Stephon Diggs on the sideline where he grabbed that ball that was humming. Dude. With one hand and then pulled it in as he was going out and got both toes to drag. That was sweet. Macaulay would say, Mr. Hines, that was sweet. <laughs> Dude, that was a great catch. Yes, I agree. And special if you threw the ball and I catch the ball, wouldn't it be our pass? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, special teams. <laughs> Did Cole quit at an all punt? I gotta look. Yeah, he punted twice, I think. Uh, and both times twice. were either at or inside the Chargers five. Both were inside at, and he averaged fifty one point five yards, two punts inside the twenty. That's awesome. All right, Dave. Oh, I'll make him a blue chip. Dave, I'll make him a blue chip. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You know, he's on pace. When I'm one of my milestone poster in the week, he's on pace for the highest like net average in a Viking season for a punter. He's having a great year. But we don't talk about it. The only time you remember the punters if he shanks one in Kansas City. See, we remember that. <laughs> yeah. But his holding um, obviously plays a part in the Bailey's success this year. And Bailey, even though he doinked that first extra point, has been. Very good. Four for four on field goal. Gordon just fumbled the three for the day. (laughs) (laughs) 
Did you see what uh, Rivers said to him on the sideline when they you mouth read that? Huh. Miss that. No. Sideline, he looked over at Melvin Gordon. The camera was on him. They actually played it after, again, after the commercial. He looked at him, he goes, That's horrible. And he just walked away. Whoever <laughs> said that to, to Gordon? Right in his face. He goes, That's horrible. <laughs> <laughs> so I thought, That's kind of cool that he does that, dude. I mean, I, 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 hope, I hope after one of Phillips' three or four picks, Gordon walked over to him and went, That's horrible, man. That's horrible. <laughs> that one for Harrison Smith? My God, that's terrible. Talked about Rivers, he'll he'll do that instead of taking a sack. He'll force it up there, dude. Right, yeah. and he did. And Harrison Hitman had a fumble recovery and an interception for a good game. I mean, the, the whole Harrison had an interception, Harris had an interception, and Mike Hughes had an interception. Had today. an interception. Yep. Yeah. Uh, but none of that tops Afedi Odenigbo. That's right. The rumbling, bumbling touchdown. The 56 fight, yards. The of those Wildcats. The Northwestern Wildcat fans are going crazy right now. Yeah. Boy, from Northwestern. Yeah, wow. I, I cut, that was a big moment in the game for me because it was, it came off the heels. The Vikings, uh, it was got that Harrison Smith interception. And then Cousins tried to float that screen pass, I think, to Abdullah that got picked off by the Chargers. And I thought, oh, man, this this really feels like a big moment in the game. Like, if the Chargers get points here, I'm kind of worried about about how the second half could unfold. And then uh, uh, Daniil Hunter, who had a fantastic game again, by the way, he oh, forced, he was, what, two fumbles? He was he covered awesome. a third fumble uh-huh. uh, and, and, and forced that fumble that, that – uh, I mean, I think Hendricks had it like nine guys touched the ball before Odenigbo finally – uh, grabbed it and, and went 56 yards for the touchdown. That was that and the 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 block partially blocked punt by Eric Wilson. Hunter, I thought were two huge moments in the game. Hunter, Hunter, Hunter had I'm another tell- additional sack. I'm, I'm telling you, Ted Glover. I think I'm happier with Hunter than any other players in the whole Zimmer era. I think he's my number one dude. I think he's been our best draft pick. The guy's only getting better. He's a superstar. He rushes the passer well. He plays screens well. He's off the edge. He, he, he's, he's good against the run. He's just fantastic. Now, are you talking offense and defense or just defense? I'm going to have to say all around. I can't, I, mean, I, can't, I can't argue that point. He's, he's a phenomenal player. Well, I mean, I mean you're going to step on Diggs. Fifth rounder's done pretty damn good, too. But, no. Uh, Daniel Hunter is on trajection on a trajection to make the Hall of Fame and be the best defensive end, maybe versus Alan Page that the Vikings have ever seen. Page was a defensive tackle, man. Come on, Ernie. Well, hey, but Eller. come on, man. Eller. Come on, yeah, but man. It's, it's a... <laughs> hey, I have been drinking. I may not be drunk yet, but I have been drinking. No, he's uh. He is, you could give the argument for Diggs, but Hunter is, man, he's he's my personal favorite draft pick that, that we've had over the, he just has come through, and I think, what, a third rounder? I mean, what a, come on, that's just a steal. Yeah. You know, the thing, I remember on, on draft night, or, or, or that draft, when, when he was picked, because LSU, and I'd never heard of him, and I, I'm not much of a draft pick. I'm, I'm not a, by any means, a, a draft expert, but but one thing I look at is stats, and he I don't even think he had 10 career sacks. No, I think he, he had like LSU. two or three or something absurdly small. And, and, and I, I kept thinking, 
this really seems like a reach. And I, I remember, you know, I, I kind of followed the draft on Twitter and on Daily Norseman, and, I, and kind of the consensus was, what are the Vikings thinking? Well, they knew exactly what they were doing with the Neil Hunter. And that guy, that contract extension they signed him to, what, two years ago, I think it was? Yes. Now looks like, uh, like one of the best bargains in the NFL. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And will help when we go into next season and we're worried about cap money because we're already over the cap. I'm going to go out on a limb and say whoever does the scouting for the Vikings defensive line is a little bit ahead of the guy who does the scouting for the offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> a little <laughs> bit. They're awesome <laughs> defensive linemen, man. We get some goodens. Oh, yeah, and we got the best defensive line coach in the business, Andre Patterson. It was, uh, and he was he was on a rotational basis, and the LSU had like three first-rounders that year. Mm-hmm. So they had a really good defensive line that year, and he wasn't even playing all three downs. But, there's yeah, the, Ted's right. They've seen something, and he has just been. And not only scouting, but, but player development on the defensive side of the ball just seems to be generally better than, than on the offensive side of the ball. I think the offense is starting to catch up. Uh, I think Garrett Bradbury is is really coming along late in the year. I think he's playing pretty good football. I think Pat Alfline has played a lot better um, mm-hmm. at left guard the last four, five, six games. You know, Diggs, Dave mentioned Diggs before, but but yeah, all in all, I think the, the defense has done a better job at, at developing young players. You know, yeah. you know, or, you know, one real quick thing on Hunter. You know what he reminds me of, guys? Um, and somebody told me this a long time ago. You can tell a good player not only by the plays he makes, but if he's in the screen on every play. And Hunter's always right there. If he's not making the tackle, he's forcing them. He's like Matt Blair or Chris Dolman. When Chris Dolman wasn't making the sack, he was right that he was going to make the sack. Mm-hmm. Hunter Hunter is on every play he's involved in it. Dolman is a great, great comp to deal to, to Daniil Hunter right now. Great comp. It reminds me a lot of, of him. He's always yeah. involved in something. You rarely see Hunter just ran out of the play. He doesn't and, get run out of a lot of plays. And, and he's fast off the edge, just like Goldman was, too. Right. Right. That first Very. step in his pursuit down on, on running backs is lightning. <laughs> and it could be lateral. It doesn't have to be up and down the field. It's lateral, too. I think, I think send him a copy of what we're this tape right here so we can get some money from him. <laughs> now, I had stepped out, walked the dog, and I thought of a line of thinking. When we talk about the offense is starting to catch up. One of the default. <laughs> you laughing over. One of the. De- is, I thought of a line of thinking. Pop. <laughs> wow. Hey, well, we haven't had one in a while. We're laughing. Just laugh. When we're thinking, this is a first-year offense. This is the first time under Stefanski. First time under um, Kubiak. You know, there was a built-in excuse that it takes a while for the first-year offense to get going. Well, folks, guess what? It's going, and it's going well, especially over the last half dozen plus games minus Kansas City, right? They have been doing well in being able to produce, and we don't have, they aren't dealing with that, well, it's the first year excuse, and that in itself will look good as we go into, you know, the end of December and into January. Yeah, I, I really like the way this, this offense has come together and gelled. And they're going to have to play this good because, you know, with, with what happened up in Green Bay today, it, it looks like, excuse me, the Vikings are going to be 
seed. I, I'm, I haven't really looked at the five seed possibilities and, and how that works out. Chances are they're going to have, they're going to have to go on the road three different times uh, to win the playoffs and yeah. win three football games to get to the Super Bowl. And you're going to have to have an offense that can not only run the ball, but, but be explosive. And, and the Vikings have really demonstrated that they can do that. And it, it's, Today was really encouraging, too, because it, last week was kind of a dud of a game, and, and they still had some explosive plays. But after Dalvin Cook went out, you could see the Vikings sort of pick up the level of aggression, at least in terms of play calling and execution. Drew mentioned that, that great seam route to Rudy after the, after the Chargers lost the ball on downs, and then the, the long pass to Diggs on third and 14. I mean, how many times in the past, on, on third and 14 at midfield, you see the Vikings just do a short dump-off screen pass and, right. and just play from field position and punt the ball. They do that today, and, and I, I feel they're going to have to keep that mentality moving forward uh, as, as we head towards these last two games of the regular season and then hopefully the postseason. That's well said. It's going gonna, it's gonna to be a tough haul, guys, but you know what? I don't want to sit home again in the playoffs. That's bullshit. Eight, seven, and one irritated me for months this team is a playoff team they should have been last year and they are going to be this year they can they i I like i like the team spirit i saw the moment i saw is after the hunter henry fumble did you see everybody like dancing and jumping on the sidelines yes it was all that's the kind of thing i like to see because i know i mean they even did it when when uh Northwestern boy, Nick was running down the sidelines. Yeah. Everybody, was like, everybody was happy and cheering. I, I will mention, I and I don't like to be the downer guy. It, the, the Vikings' demise this season, in my eyes, will be lack of aggressiveness and their secondary. Those are two areas that really, really concern me. Their secondary in the first half was terrible. It was. It was bad. And all it takes is one half of football against the Saints or a Niners or somebody, and you're done for the, you know, we're on the other end of this thing. But Well, well there was third and long, and they give up that pass beyond that the first said, down marker. I agree with everything Ted just said, and I'm not, I don't want to bring down the point, just that those two things stick out to me. Uh, I'd like to see them be more aggressive. It's weird. They are aggressive at times, but then they just go completely away from it. I, I don't know. Maybe it's just a, the way they like to do things or their plan of attack or something, but... They can play with anybody, guys. They can. Yeah, I, I believe I firmly believe that too. I, they can. I, the only thing I worry about is is once the playoffs come, um, Mike Zimmer kind of goes into his conservative shell and, and plays not to lose as opposed to playing to win. Today, I, today I think he played to win because a it was the Chargers. They were already kind of up by two scores, and and he just kind of wanted to put the game out of reach. I, I, I just I hope mentality uh, carries over to these next two weeks against Green Bay and Chicago and, and on into the postseason. Because if it does, and the Vikings can execute, they're going to be a tough out. They can, they can play with anybody in the NFL. Right. They can. We've got a Ted Bertrand says, talking about the defense, Gene said that the defense showed flashes of 69 when Marshall picked it off and lateral to Page, who took it in such a savage joy. <laughs> and yes, the defense played with that savage joy today. And if Mike Zimmer allows them to play that way and the offense executes, there's nobody in the NFC they can't beat, even in their house. True. True. But it's still going to be a, man, three road yeah. games in the postseason. You know, I've seen, 
there's also, if you want to hang on to the 69 thing for a second, there's also times Rivers went back to pass and he had the Keenan Allen had a 32 yard cushion on him. It was an easy pass to the sidelines. Michael Thomas will have 25 of those against you if you let him do that. Yeah. The Vikings have to clean up their secondary, guys. I mean, I'm, and I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna say it to try to damper this, but you know it as well as I do if you watch that game. Well, the obviously defense. Mike Hughes came in, but did anybody see Holton Hill? Holton Hill stuck the shit out of somebody on a screen pass. Yeah, Nailed he did. Him. I can't uh, remember who it was. He, he had knocked the shit out of him though. But. Three solo tackles. Hey, so. uh, I was I was busy kind of doing a kind of a running game recap mm-hmm. on DN. So when when uh, Xavier Rhodes went out. DN, for those quarter. that you don't know, is Daily Norseman. Oh, yeah, the Daily Norseman. Your SB Nation home for the Minnesota Vikings coverage. And um, Climbing the Pocket Network, which Good Morning Gallahorn resides. But anyways, so when, when Rhodes got hurt in the second quarter, saw him play a little bit at the beginning of the second half. Did he play most of the second half, or did they kind of pull him once the game got out of reach? I think he was in there most of the second half. Was he? Okay. Okay. Well, obviously, Hughes got his interception in the second half. So, I don't know about most of the second, but he played quite a bit. But he, but he played the second half. Yeah, a lot. he did. Okay. He came back. Okay. It, it, it's really it's hard to judge. We won 39-10. to 10. I think we're a better team. But you add in the seven turnovers, and you add the fact that every time the Chargers were taking the field, either offensively or defensively, they were shrugging their shoulders a little bit more. They were. So, by the fourth quarter... Look at the routes they were running. They were just, they were piss poor. And I don't think Rivers did either. They they couldn't wait to get off the field and go home. Right. But they were, Tanner mentioned this earlier. This was what was pissing me off. The third and 12, they converted. Third and 10, they converted. Third and nine, they converted. They were converting all these third downs. Yeah. But the, you notice in the second half, the Chargers weren't converting. The Chargers they gave weren't. up. No, and Ted Bertrand says for one brief shining moment, Rip their hearts out, flashes of 69 per 84. He said the energy picked up when Rhodes left the game. And I have to agree with that. Um, and they played that defense in the second half went, <laughs> went for the juggler. They were having fun. And that's I, a good I think, thing. I think they were playing better, but the Chargers were also giving up. I mean, there's, yeah. a, good, there's a balance there. Yeah, yeah the, but what at, causes the other cause and effect, you well, know, I, hey. No, I, I'm not saying to take that away from the Vikings. I think they played considerably better in the second half. I think they were more intense. They were they were rallying to the football a lot better, and I think they were bumping up their coverage a little more. The pass rush was better. The tackling was even – it was it was great. They played a lot. Say, yeah, yeah. They did play a lot better in the second half, and the adjustments were made. And you, you you play with the cards that are given to you, and the Vikings kicked the shit out of them. They took it – the bounces – a lot of the bounces usually don't go our way when guys fumble. Right. Today they were bouncing right in our hands. Every <laughs> single one. They got every you know single bounce. I saw one fumble that Eckler made that popped and went back up to him after he hit the ground. You know what Hunter, I think, would have had, or Kendricks would have had that one. Yeah. He was right there. to. Or yeah. the one that Keenan Allen pushed out of bounds. That was going to be another turnover. That was going to be, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I can, you can say the Chargers made a bunch of turnovers, but the defense causes those things. Mm-hmm. And that's the kind of defense. That will take us long into the playoffs. We yes. can, you can have a suspect secondary and guys can pass on you. If you can cause turnovers, you can win. I mean, back in 87, we went to New Orleans and won that game. Then we went out to Candlestick and beat Montana. We were getting turnovers. We were getting Big turnovers. Ones. Yes, we were. Yep. And I think we need to rely on that. We got seven today, and I, 
we don't usually get a lot. <laughs> well, was getting seven is unusual, but getting some is a good thing. With that, we're going to wrap this puppy up. Drew, have you, have you got any last thoughts on today's game? Yeah, that was fucking badass. <laughs> <laughs> no, I say that's a big meow meow Viking cow, and I think that's we're going home for the last two. No more going on the road. Uh, Vikings took care of business today in a, in a badass way, and if they can get their defense back on track, this was the game to do it. Turnovers can be contagious. Look what it did with the Bears last year. Mm-hmm. We could take seven, get another four next week. I'm feeling good right now about the Vikings. Ted, you got any last words on this game? Yeah, I thought it was a great win. Uh, very good complimentary football. Vikings kind of struggled a little bit early, but defense rose up. Offense capitalized. Uh, I, I like the way this team is playing right now. Don't let up. Carry it through the last two games. Go into the playoffs riding high with, what, a four or five game winning streak, winning whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And, and let's, and if they could do that, if they, if they beat Green Bay and Chicago these last two games and go into the playoffs 12 and four, yeah, it's, it's three road games. And, and yeah, it's, it's a tough road, but uh, let's roll. Let's play some football, boys. At least we'll be on the road and not sitting at home. That's like right. That. Well, you talk about uh, offense and defense showing up. So did we'll the special the teams. Field. All three phases, baby, showed up today. Now. Here we go. Here we go, baby. Here we go. You're going to put on the Vikings head and go, boom. And I boom. <laughs> Next <laughs> week. Santa Claus hat and boom. Next week. As Ted said, Ted Bertrand says, unleash the dogs of war December 23rd. We are moving into our Christmas special. It also happens to be the preview against that team from Wisconsin on Monday night. We want you to join us as we give you a game preview and celebrate the season. And hopefully the Vikings will put that extra Christmas sparkle into your holidays with a win on Monday night. I do have one more thing to say. What's that? You're a mean one. (laughs) (laughs) But it bumped seven times. (laughs) Threw the ball over the middle, and Harry picked it off, Mr. Great. We're coming for you, Aaron. And remember, (laughs) Purple Jesus is the reason for the season, baby. Let's go, Super Bowl, oh boy! See you, Miami. <laughs> Score, everybody. Vikings win. Vikings win. Enjoy your victory week and enjoy the holidays. And see you. Cover it up. Cover it up.